VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, real quick. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at Case.Kenny on Instagram. And this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone, and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 312. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you so, so much. It means a lot, especially your response to the release of my new music and mindfulness radio show, Zen Disco. So grateful that so many of you have tuned in to listen to it. And I'm really amped too because, you know, in this day and age, so many things have been done before uh, that it can be really tough to find something that truly is new creatively. But I have so many great responses from you all saying this is something you've never heard before that, you know, this is entirely new that I love that. I love that so much. Uh, I really think this idea of mixing together mindfulness and dance music can be really special. So thank you for tuning in. If you haven't listened yet and want to check it out, it's great for a workout, great for a walk, whatever you're doing that's kind of active. You can check out the link in my bio on Instagram, case.kenny, give it a listen. I think you'll really enjoy it. But today I've got a a powerful episode that can help you if you find dating to give you anxiety. Yeah, (laughs) you know, I laugh at that because uh, in 2021, who doesn't get anxiety from dating? You know, who's not anxious (laughs) when you're dating? Uh, I don't blame you if you are, not at all. I don't blame you if you feel anxious, if you overthink, if you're literally just like, what the heck is going on? I don't know what to think anymore. I don't blame you. You know, dating has become a very stressful, anxious thing to do. Dating is rampant with triggers that leave you confused, stressed, anxious, and then you carry that with you from date to date, relationship to relationship, swipe to swipe, whatever it may be, and it kind of gets worse. You have things like ghosting and breadcrumbing and narcissism and dating apps and hookups and everything there. It's so easy to find yourself anxious, and it's even easier to get into that anxiety and then allow it to lead you to self-sabotage, self 
sabotage. So I was thinking about this topic this morning and I want to do a simple episode for you in two quick parts. The first is what happens when we give in to our anxiety while dating? What happens when we allow ourselves to be consumed by the what ifs, by assumptions we make, by the overthinking we allow ourselves to do? And then second, my thought is really just one thought, my thought on how you can kind of rescue yourself from this. So let's get into it. Uh, I think this episode is really necessary because I look at relationships in 2021. I look at all of the conversations I have with you, all the stories you tell me. I look at my own experiences. And I think anxiety, giving into your anxiety, has become the real silent killer of relationships. You know, there are, of course, all kinds of reasons that can lead a relationship to not work, to never get off the ground, you name it. And, you know, there's things like lack of compatibility. Sure. There's things like, yeah, you just don't connect. Okay. There's things, there are things, of course, like fuck boys and cheating and everything in between. Yes. But I have found that the assumptions our anxiety leads us to make, those are really what causes a relationship to never blossom or to kind of end prematurely or to fizzle out prematurely. It's because of the self-sabotage it leads us to enact upon ourselves. And I'm going to give a really good example from a man's perspective, from a man's perspective, from my perspective in a, in a minute on this. So, stay tuned. But really, our anxious thoughts give rise to assumptions. And assumptions really have the potential to kill a relationship to prevent it from moving on because it gets in our head. So, let's start with some of the reasons we feel this way, why we feel anxious. And again, there is no blame here whatsoever. There's no blame if you are like an anxious dater, if you find yourself feeling anxious, maybe more so than other people, that is so okay. There is no blame to you. You should not blame yourself. I think we all feel anxious at times, rightfully so. There are so many things that trigger us in this day and age, not because we're soft snowflakes or anything like that. It's legit, right? We're human. You go on a date. They don't text you after. You start thinking things like, what the heck? I had a good time. Did they not have a good time? What's going on? Maybe you text them and they, they take three days to respond to you. You start devolving into this thinking, what the heck? Are they playing me? There's no way they're actually that busy. You know, they, they don't like me. Or, you know, you start going through all these lists. Oh, they didn't hold the door for me. They didn't pull my chair out. Red flag, not a gentleman. They didn't have a great answer for what they're looking for in someone. Red flag. They didn't invite me to meet their friends. Red flag. I kept hearing their phone go off uh, at dinner. It must be they're seeing someone else. Red flag. So on and so on and so on. There's so many reasons that we allow ourselves to become anxious while dating. And then we come up with these assumptions as a result. And those assumptions lead to self-sabotage. But it all starts with this anxious, stressed outlook while dating. And again, it's okay to feel those things, but the problem arises when we give in to them. The problem arises when we allow those thoughts, those questions to become truths in our head. Because think about what happens when you allow your anxiousness to consume you. You don't think clearly, and when you're not thinking clearly, you allow yourself then to make assumptions. You make assumptions that you believe things are a certain way when they are not, right? They make you think that someone else 
isn't interested in you, even though they are. You think that someone is playing you, even though they're not. You think that you're not good enough. You start to distrust people, right? You do very quickly. You could become a glass half empty, worst case scenario, anxious dater. And when you become obsessed with those things, you're not in the relationship. You're not in the moment. And that is how your anxiety can literally get in the way of a relationship. And that's right. That's why I say that it's a silent killer. It's the anxious thoughts that lead to assumptions that can lead to preventing a relationship from even getting off the ground. Thoughts like, oh, he didn't text me. Uh, He's not interested. Uh, So I'm just then I'm just going to go hook up with my ex, (laughs) right? Assumption leads to negative action leads to self-sabotage. And this all happens because you give in to your anxiety. And it takes a lot of different forms, of course. Your anxiety can lead you to distrust someone or to start assuming that someone is always saying one thing but doing another. You might start to think that, oh, they didn't text me goodnight. That means they've lost interest in me completely. You start to think that you, 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 you need to prove yourself even more. You start to get worried that someone is going to reject you, dump you, whatever. So you start to self-sabotage. So you, you know, end the relationship yourself. The silent killer. This all happens subconsciously. We're not like overtly making these decisions, but they're assumptions that our anxiety leads us to make. And, you know, I was thinking about this. I've said this before. A good majority of my following of my listeners are women. So, it's always so fascinating and helpful for me to get a peek inside a woman's brain when it comes to dating. And so many of the DMs I get from women or the stories I'm told by women, a lot of them come down to this self-sabotage that comes from anxious thoughts. Self-sabotage that comes from kind of fear-based panic that comes from overthinking and then arriving at worst case scenarios and letting those worst case scenarios become assumptions and lead you. Like, I know, of course, it's not just women, um, but this is my sample size here. But it just comes down to this idea that if your anxiety is looking for a problem, you're going to find one or you're going to create one. And then You'll allow that to panic you. You'll allow it to make you wildly overthink and multiply your stress even more. And round and round you go. It'll create problems for you that didn't exist in the first place. You'll end up riling yourself up and up and up for no reason. And ultimately, that's bundled up into self-sabotage. But the funny thing is, you know, you're sitting there running wild with assumptions. But on the other end is a guy who literally has no idea that there's any issue at all. On the other end is a guy who, for instance, is totally, totally into you and has no idea that you've started to assume that he's not. Like, it's no shocker that I think the number one stressor when it comes to dating is communication. It's the number one story I hear over and over and over again. It's the number one thing in my relationship history that has ended relationships. And it's, it's all right. Everyone experiences this. And from you, all the stories that I've heard from you all, I hear this again and again and again from, from women. It's the, I haven't heard from him in five days. He hasn't texted. He must have moved on. He doesn't want me. I'm not good enough for him. You know, I, whatever. Or you start going, he's a fuck boy and so on and so forth. Just some conclusion. And you're running with all this kind of one-sided stress, this drama that is, you know, been created in your head over and over again, each time coming up with assumption and assumption and conclusion that might be true or might not be true. 
Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash New Mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New Mindset. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately, as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread, so simple, maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves, and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. But on the other end is a guy, is a person who, for instance, doesn't think that five days without a text is a long time. And they're super into you. They are. On the other end is a person who really likes you, but they don't want to seem over eager because they truly want things to go well in the long run. On the other end is a person who caught the flu, has been in bed all week. On the other end is a person who's out of town on a business trip, a fishing trip, you name it. And there you are on this end, stressed to the max, overflowing with assumptions about what something means or might not mean. Just stressed because you allow these totally normal anxious thoughts to convince you to then anticipate the worst in someone, to allow yourself to see them and see things through the lens of poor intention rather than good intention, or to see the worst in someone instead of the best. So, this, this isn't rocket science, of course. We're on the same page here when it comes to anxious thoughts, naturally occurring thoughts that we all experience. So then how do we not allow them to take it to the next level? How do we allow, how do we control those thoughts so we can just look past them to then control the assumptions that we are tempted to arrive at? Well, I think, I truly think it comes down to expectations. I did an episode not too long ago on the power of having no expectations but high standards when it comes to everything in life. And I think this idea is particularly powerful in dating. What allows your anxiety to run wild 
when it comes to dating are the expectations you hold. And these are expectations, frankly, that likely uh, you've borrowed from someone else, uh, the internet, movies, social media, you name it, or maybe expectations you've created in your own mind because of pressure from other people, whatever it may be. Expectations of behaviors that are red flags, expectations of what boyfriend material looks like on date one, expectations on what first date follow-up needs to be, expectations around communication and texting and everything, expectation around what it looks like to DTR, define a relationship, and so on and so on and so on. It's those expectations, some of which are fine, of course, but a lot of which lead you to create drama out of thin air. Why haven't they texted me yet? Why haven't they reached out? What is going on? I really like them, but now I don't know if they like me. Whatever. They've probably moved on. They're probably seeing someone else. They're probably a fuckboy and so on and so forth. Overthinking the expectations we have really in my mind has no other impact other than to make you stressed out, especially early on in a relationship. I think once you're past the early on in a relationship stage, hopefully you know each other well enough to be willing to have awkward conversations or at least have some kind of confrontation. So, this is really this idea of anxious dating is focused on early on in a relationship. And here's my kind of light bulb moment for you. At least it's been for me. I think it's so important to realize that just as you have expectations, that other person also has expectations. And sometimes they're different, yes, but also sometimes they're the same. But that person is nervous, that person is afraid of rejection, that person is unsure about how their actions might be interpreted. And so you have these two people that are kind of like at a Mexican standoff, you know? Like, I've had so many conversations with women around this idea of, oh, why can't men just be more forthcoming with how they feel? Why can't men just say that they like me? Why do they have to dance around it and yada, yada, yada? Men suck. They're fuckboys. They don't want me. They're just toying with me. Men don't know what they want. All these things. And of course, yes, sometimes that is very true, of course. Or take a step back and realize that just as yes, sometimes it is true, Sometimes there's power in realizing that maybe the reason that someone is not delivering on an expectation you have is because they were hurt in the past. Maybe. Why can't that guy just say he likes me? He must be a fuck boy because he doesn't say anything. Or maybe he told someone he liked them in the past and he was brutally rejected, brutally told off, and he's carrying that pain, that hesitation with him. Ever consider that? Maybe he's not playing with you. Maybe the fact that he hasn't texted you in two days is because he's worried about coming off as too thirsty. Maybe someone in his past told him that he tried too hard, that it was cheesy, something like that. Like I could do a whole episode on this idea, but in the context of dating anxiety, I just want to help break down the inclination we all have to create negative assumptions right off the bat. That we don't have to look for the worst, assume the worst, go to negative town immediately. Like one more example for you. The other day, a woman DM'd me asking a question about this guy she was seeing early on in the relationship. She said, 
something to the extent of that he was great, he was nice, things seemed to be going in the right direction, but the sex was really boring. And obviously, this is not a sex with case podcast, but she was all like, the sex is really boring. Maybe he isn't attracted to me. Maybe I'm not enough. Maybe this, maybe he thinks I'm that, whatever. And on and on and on. And my answer was like, yeah, sure. You could think that. You can, you can allow those anxious thoughts to make it think it's a you problem. But I really doubt it. <laughs> I really doubt it. You can think that or you can practice a bit of patience and maybe realize that he was acting out of some insecurity. Maybe he didn't want to act like a freak right out the gate. Maybe he's a bit shy. Maybe his ex-girlfriend shamed him for what he liked in bed. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Of course, it's great to know what you want and have high expectations for compatibility and, and all those kinds of things. But my recommendation is patience. Let's not give in to negative assumptions right off the bat. Certainly not negative assumptions about your worth right off the bat. I think a little bit of patience goes a long, long way when it comes to kind of backing up on those anxious thoughts you might have. So that's why when it comes to being anxious while dating, again, perfectly normal, that's why I am team no expectations, but high standards. When you have high standards, you do what's right for you. You do what's right for you based on action or inaction. You don't put up with being strung along, certainly. You don't put up with mixed signals, certainly. But until you actually have proof of that, until you've actually had a conversation with them around that, some kind of evidence that you could point to, you push yourself to not go to a dark place mentally. You don't allow expectations to ruin something that could be great. You don't allow those anxious thoughts to become assumptions about something that could be great. And when you date from a place of no expectations, but high standards, you actually allow yourself, crazy thought, to be in the moment, to be in the relationship. And that's something that simply doesn't happen when you're operating from a place of stress and anxious assumptions. You get out of your head and into interacting with them instead. You actually immerse yourself in it with them instead of up in the clouds looking for possible negative intentions. And I think this is a very powerful way to approach dating because it actually allows you to try, you know, to try while still protecting yourself, but in a way where you don't self-sabotage because you realize that if something doesn't work out, you're going to be just fine. You're going to be just fine because you're operating from a place of high standards, but no premature assumptions, no premature expectations. You just allow the story to unfold how it might unfold, whether it follows a path you expected or one that's new to you. But along the way, you don't give in to the negative assumptions your anxiety wants you to give in to. You can listen to those thoughts, sure. Uh, I can't necessarily help solve anxiety at its core. You still might be wired to think, what if, why, what does this mean, what does that mean? But you can learn to check yourself. When you start thinking things like, oh, he hasn't texted me and this means this or this means that, you can think, okay, it might mean that or it might mean nothing at all. I'm just going to wait and see. I'm going to be in the moment instead of looking for the worst. And certainly that doesn't mean you're letting your guard down or operating from a place where you're going to get hurt or taken advantage of. You're not waiting around for someone who's unsure about you. You're simply not creating drama in your head out of nothing. You're not creating drama out of expectation. 
You're addressing what is bothering you. You bookmark it and you wait for the story to unfold. No expectation. And here's the final uplifting silver lining of all this. I know we're talking about anxiety, which inherently isn't a fun subject, but I really don't think that anxious thoughts will chase away the person who you're meant to be with if you balance them with patience. That is the key. When you add patience to the equation, even while being an anxious person, that's okay. It's okay to be that way. I think you're going to come out a winner. I don't think you're going to chase off someone who's not right for you. But the wrong person, though, they'll quickly show themselves to be that way. And then that's all you need to know. These anxious thoughts are anxious thoughts. They're a dime a dozen. But if you can learn to practice patience and a healthy dose of high standards while operating from a place of no expectations, I think you'll be amazed by how in the moment you can be. And good things happen when you're in the moment. So that's it. Just something to think about. I hope this was helpful. I'll end it right here. I'd love it if you would share this episode, if you found it to be valuable. Don't forget also to check out newmindsetwhodis.com. Pick up a journal. I think journaling, shocker, is the real MVP when it comes to analyzing your anxious thoughts before they lead you to assumptions or self-sabotage. So be sure to check that out, newmindsetwhodis.com. But that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And until next episode, I'm out. Hooray! Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.